The elderly black man lay crumpled and dead in the marigolds bordering his clapboard house. He lay on his side. The fist-sized gnome that sat beside his head in the flower bed grinned. Detective Sergeant Billy Abel of the Memphis PD Homicide Squad circled the body, then squatted down for a closer look. It was August in Memphis, Tennessee, a city founded on the bluffs above the Mississippi River. Hot, flat, tornado bait. The bluffs were one of the last bunkers on the eastern seaboard before everything flattened toward the Midwest. Sometimes Billy knew how Memphis felt, like an outpost on the southern frontier. He wiped sweat off the back of his neck and glanced at the blue skies, too clear to be this humid in the morning. Then he remembered rain would be moving in from Arkansas sometime in the evening. Billy Abel was a 32-year-old Mississippi boy, tall and lanky with the inherited good looks of southern aristocracy gone to seed. Just that morning his partner had ragged him about his hair, said he wore it too long for the squad to take him seriously. Screw that, Billy thought. What does a haircut have to do with closing a case? The crime scene unit had finished with the body. Billy took out his stenopad, noted the blood on the gnome's concrete hat, and shifted the gentleman's face out of the flowers. The neck and jaw had stiffened only slightly, the eyes turned milky behind the lids. Billy shot his own photos of the body. The camera lens made the old man's whittled-down frame look fragile as a boy's, His legs were contracted into a fetal position, as if he'd hit the ground and drawn up. No shirt, one shoe, a scuffed wingtip, no socks. Fly unzipped, penis exposed, fingers curled in on themselves like dry leaves. Billy scanned the side yard for anything out of the ordinary. The neighbor's dog barked at him through the back door screen. Billy sniffed. The air around the body smelled like marigolds and old spice. A fly landed on the old man's nose and waded through blood clotting on the upper lip. Billy waved it away, giving the man his dignity. A shadow passed over him from the porch above. His partner, Lou Nevers, could sneak up on a person quiet as a bat, but not on Billy. They'd worked together six years and he knew all of Lou's best moves. Like this morning, when Lou started complaining about Billy's second-hand suit. Lou wanted to get the upper hand because Billy was mad about the overtime shift Lou had lined up. And what the hell, Billy liked his suit, black and summer weight with a white shirt and black tie, all bought at the St. Vincent de Paul's thrift store off Vance Avenue. Add dark shades and he looked like a Beale Street blues player. He had a reason for not wearing the same polyester crap as the rest of the dickhead detectives. Going against type had its advantages— especially in the interview room. Lou frowned at him from the porch, saying nothing. "'You get any sleep last night, old man?' Billy said. "'I'll sleep when I'm dead. There's a wingtip up here on the porch.' His partner had lost twenty pounds in the year since his divorce. At sixty-one, the weight loss made him look gaunt, not fit. He wore the same kind of short-sleeved shirt as yesterday— the same polyester slacks, and one of two blue striped ties given to him by his ex-wife last Christmas. Lou rarely let himself off the leash where style was concerned. Since the divorce, Lou had turned into a private man living by his own private rules. That meant in his dealings with Lou, Billy was shooting in the dark. Best he could do was to try for business as usual. Other wingtips down here with the body, Billy said. 
Somebody whopped this old boy in the back of the head, knocked him out of his shoes, and his flies open. Lou came off the porch and ducked under the crime scene tape. Neighbors carrying umbrellas against the sun had gathered across the street. They began to whisper when they saw Lou leave the porch. They didn't trust the police, but depended on them anyway, like children with a bad set of parents. Some tilted their umbrellas like shields as a white patrolman moved among them asking questions. Lou studied the body in the flower bed for a while, then unwrapped a toothpick and stuck it between his teeth.